All right, y'all. Well, hello, hello, and hello, and welcome to the Sacred Pathway Academy podcast with me, Allison Rozell. I am the founder, CEO, head mistress of the Sacred Pathway Academy, and I am the hostess with the mostest for this here podcast, as y'all know. And I told you all that this season, I ain't playing with y'all. I'm going to have me some for real, for real magic going on. (laughs) So my for real, for real magic today is my for real, for real Leo Sunflower Southern Girl Sister, Hallie Q. Hannah. Hey, Hallie Q. Hello, Queen Allison. That's how we refer to Allison on Clubhouse, in case y'all didn't know, our favorite social audio app. Queen Allison, my favorite, um, my favorite Leo, my favorite energy healer um, out here on Beyonce's internet with that smoky, smoldery voice. I feel like Allison is a fellow queen of wands. I am thrilled to be here today. Thrilled. Well, I am thrilled for you to be here. And I've been waiting for our conversation. You and I had talked about that, of how we're both super excited So before we jump into the juicy conversation, I got to tell y'all all about Halicue. So Halicue is an intuitive oracle advisor, excuse me, tarot, tarot, I'm oracle, she's tarot, advisor, (laughs) and Akashic Record Guide. She provides holistic immersed readings that beautifully combine her tarot expertise, intuitive, and healing gifts with the unique richness of her ancestral lineage and culture. Before bringing her gifts, before bringing her gifts to the intuitive business and sacred art space, she worked as an expert and experienced women's crisis counselor, community educator and program director for over 15 years. Wow. She's the owner of the Gilded Atsara, an online tarot and oracle oasis for women, and the co-creator and co-host of The Pillars, The Porch, and The Path podcast that she does with her sweet sister, Andy. Y'all better check it out. And Halicu is a Leo, and she's also Sagittarius Moon, and she brings all the sunshine, warmth, adventurous, exploratory energies associated with her astrological placements into her readings. She delights in all client queries and she specializes in helping women recover and heal from abusive relationships and toxic environments. Mm. So she has a quote here that the tarot is a powerful centuries old instrument of divination that she uses, or she says I use, to help empower and embolden women. It's an ancient and art form. It's an ancient tool and art form that really is the modern woman's secret weapon. That is true. (laughs) It's a power to help I, excuse me, I love its power to help women gain clarity, reclaim their personal power, and receive their own deep inner wisdom. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> Allison, that's, 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 that's a little bit about me, just a little bit. <laughs> a little something, a little something. And I gotta tell y'all, so I met this delightful woman on Clubhouse, mm-hmm. and 
from the first time I heard her say y'all and I listened to her read cards, I was like, okay, so this is like a soul sister for me because she started talking about how tarot is her love language, how she helps women, how she empowers them. And she just really just bowled me over with her energy. So I thought it not robbery to bring her here on the podcast. So Halicu, everything that I read about you, of course, is magical. But one thing I really want to know about is the Gilded Absara. Where did that name come from? The name did my company come from? I am, the way everything works with me, Allison, is it all goes back to me being a little black girl in Mississippi. Um, believe it or not, an Apsara, if you look it up, it's like a, it's a, it's a uh, Hindu and a Buddhist um, spirit goddess, if you will, um, of the air and of the water in their culture. It's like what angels um, would be like for us. They're very beautiful. They're youthful. They're dancers. I'm a dancer. And the first time I ever saw an Apsara or Apsara dance was as a girl in Mississippi after my grandmother got her first VCR. Y'all know I talk about, you know, I have a, you know, my sister and I have a solid ancestor practice. My grandmother to, to me really represents the queen of swords. Like she was very elegant, very intelligent, um, very mean, harsh, <laughs> very small, <laughs> light-skinned lady. Like she was, <laughs> the teacher you know she was like an eastern star but she loved the finer things and she loved the arts and she always wanted to expose us to it whether we wanted to or not so we were the kids that you know we were sitting down watching pbs when porgy and Bess came on we were watching you know the opera on pbs and my grandmother loved rogers and hammerstein musicals mm. and the king and i was one of her favorite movies so like me and andy oh, wow. could sing you we can't sing but we love that movie and that's the first time we saw absora dance and absorbs were dancing out the story of uncle tom's cabin so imagine me this little black girl seeing the store you know like this book that i'd read that was all about the cruelties of slavery but it's being danced and it's being acted out by like these beautiful dancers i'd never seen anything like that Little did I know that it was kind of in my chart, it's in my stars, I'm a Sagittarius moon, my sister's a Sagittarius sun, to travel and explore the world. And when I was in my late 30s, early 40s, I was able to really, really, really start doing that, like with my husband. So we've traveled all over and I always wanted to start my own business. Um, I'd always loved Apsaras. I thought they were very, I thought they were so beautiful. And it was on our a last big overseas trip, like a couple of years ago, and we stayed at this this hotel in um, in Laos called um, the Apsara, and there were all these beautiful. Oh, wow. I put some I put some pictures of it in the beginning of my my business Instagram feed, and when I saw that, that was like a sign to me. It's time to start the business. I was you know I was you know I was deciding am I going to keep working in nonprofits, doing domestic violence, sexual assault. Um, work and I kept praying about it and I kept consulting the Akashic records. I was talking to my ancestors about it. I was doing all these rituals to try to figure it out. And when that happened, it came together in a beautiful way for me. I was like, that is the name of this business. That is going to be my totem. Um, I want for each time I pull the cards for a woman, each time I talk on Clubhouse, I want for her to feel like she's beginning an exotic adventure inside of herself. There is no one more interesting, um, more beautiful, more seductive than you are really and i feel like women we don't we don't women and women identified people no one is really telling us that or like or that we don't deserve to be considered youthful beautiful dancers um spiritual 
individual, powerful. And I wanted each and every time um, a woman comes to me, we do counseling or we, you know, we, we talk about the tarot for her to feel like that, like she's starting this beautiful adventurer, which is a search inside herself. And so when I saw the name of the hotel, I was like, that's the name of the business, the Gilded Apps, where also I'm a devotee, I'm not initiated, but a devotee of a certain Orisha that, you know, my teachers are telling me like I need to get more into. So anything that's yellow, golden, you know, that glows, I was you know how it is for us sometimes, Allison, is like, you know, light-skinned girls like down south, you know, people take that yellow thing and they turn it into something very ugly. Yeah. Um, and um, and if we're feeling too good, we're feeling too loud and proud, it's one of the things that's kind of used to, you know, um, that's just colorism and racism and colonialism. But yeah. um, but yellow, as I see your beautiful sunflowers back there, it's how I knew we were kindred spirits um, in a lot of ways. It is my power color. Like if it's gold or yellow, it's my power color. Um, it's what reminds me what is um, special about me, what's light about me. And um, and um, and I and I study Afro-Brazilian and Afro-Cuban dance. And when I dance that Orisha, um, it it does something to me. It's one of the reasons I got on my spiritual journey. So the gilded apps are a, that's how all those things come to, that's how all those things come together. Um, I created my business after 16 years of doing, you know, helping and service work. And so that's what I consider it. It's a place where my expertise, my intellect, my wit, it all comes together. Um, and I offer it in service and that's where it came from. I know it's crazy. I know it's a strange name, but that's how it all comes together for me. I mean, that's very beautiful. And, you know, I love what you said about how women oftentimes um, aren't made to feel beautiful and sensual and seductive and, and, and be able to be them, be that way, just as their individual selves, not necessarily for their partner, but just for them, their absolute individual selves. Mm -hmm. And what I love about the work that you do um, is the fact that you give that empowering peace to where women can really step in and say, you know what, I am this, I am beautiful, I am empowered, I am sensual, I can, you know, dance like what Halakue talks about doing the Brazilian dance, and I can really feel into my body and tap into that sacral chakra energy and yeah. just really be so divine mm -hmm. and beautiful. And, mm -hmm. um, so I just, I really, that's something that I really appreciate about the work that you do. I am, um, I'm not going to get into this now, but I definitely see some kind of retreat like in our future. And I would love to, <laughs> like, there's something about dance, dance for me and a decision that my sister Andy made. And she invited me along, um, especially studying Afro-Brazilian, Afro-Cuban dance, um, started me down my spiritual path. I know what was happening to me. I, this is music. Like the uh, first time I heard it, I was like, what is this music doing to me? What is going on? What is happening to me? Um, something is turning over in my spirit. Like I was like, for the first time in my life, I get, I'm getting a little teared. Like I get, and I understand when people talk about like your spirit turning over, like in church, except that was my church. Like that's what it was and learning and understanding the movements and the dance and where it comes from, how it starts and like Yoruba, like right on the West coast of Africa and how it traveled with the transatlantic slave trade and yeah. how it turned into Condomble in Brazil and something else. So 
Um, so thank you for, for bringing that up and allowing me to reminisce about that. And I, I hope that's what I'm trying to do in these spaces. To, the, the same thing you're trying to do. I hope I'm awaking, I hope I'm helping awaken, you know, the, the spiritual, you know, like the spiritual path and journey that we're on as women, especially black and brown women, because man, people like, depending on where we're brought up, they put us in a box early on. So like, I'm so happy to be in midlife and having this conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. And the, the box that we are often put in as black and brown women, um, especially in the South, you know, in the South is like, you got to be a church girl. And most of us grow up going to church and being part mm-hmm. of church. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm learning more in my journey that, you know, church can still have its place with me. So it's more of this and that versus this or that, as we've been often taught, it's this or that. And the that is often deemed as evil or not, you know, supposed to be explored or opening you up to the dark side or, you know, something like that, (laughs) something dramatic and crazy. Yeah. I want to tell people like, we didn't need crystal chakras or tarot cards to like, (laughs) like, all of us have shadows like we're working with and dealing with. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's jump in to talk about your love language, which is the tarot. Now, what I have to also tell you this. So, you know, if y'all not on Clubhouse, y'all need to get on Clubhouse, like for real. I don't know what people waiting on, but but get on there. You'll meet some amazing people on Clubhouse. But I tell you, the first time I went into a room and this is where I actually was introduced to you you were reading tarot cards and the way that you read it made it feel so, um, I don't know. I don't want to use the word normal, but normal. Um, and the way that you did it was, it was, um, because for some people, tarot cards can be a little mystifying and a little Mm -hmm. mysterious and like, Oh, I don't know if I can look at a card and see, you know, swords and wands and, and know exactly what that card is telling me. So, you know, can you talk about how you got started with tarot and what is it about the tarot that just speaks to you so deeply? Oh, well, how did I get started with the tarot? I always tell people like the, my deep mysterious journey with the tarot did not happen in some you know, ceremony under the moon in Mississippi where my grandma Halakou, who I'm named after, I'm a namesay, handed me this old deck of cards. Like, no, 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 like not at all. My folk were pretty like straight laced, like go to church folk. My grandpa Frank was like a minister and a landowner, business owner and a, and a, and a, and a, um, um, and a teacher. And like my, my grandma Halakou descended from Choctaw, but basically, like, you know, like lived her life as like the rest of, you know, like a, like a black woman in Mississippi with her black family and her black children. And, um, and my grandma, yeah, I told y'all about my grandma Merle, my grandpa Needham, like teachers, pillars of the community, church every Sunday, like Southern Baptist. Um, so it did not happen in some deep, ceremony um I got my first deck in 1995 in the mysterious Barnes and Noble in Peabody Massachusetts I was a very young um married woman I think I was 23 about to be 24 um uh married my husband like we went to we were we met freshman year started dating sophomore year um 
I got taken off the uh, market early. Y'all were lucky because I would have I would have caused some problems. I would have <laughs> y'all <were> lucky. <laughs> y'all would have y'all would have burnt me at the stake. They would have been dragging. <laughs> they would have been dragging me. They would have dragged me out of town, Allison. I'm not lying to you. I would have I would have dealt some damage. But I knew that I was intuitive. I knew something special and magical was going on. Um, I think a lot of that came from Andy and I grew up in a traumatic household. Our father was abusive. Our mother was a, um, a domestic violence survivor. So as you can imagine, if you already have intuitive gifts and skills, when you grow up in a, you know, a traumatic environment, everything is like hyper, you know, like hyper focused and aware because you're like trying to see around the corner because like, right. what's going on? Like, what's about to happen with these grownups? Like, I can't do anything about it. So how do I keep myself safe? How do I keep my sister safe? Um, how am I there for my mom once all this is over? So I know like trauma had a lot to do with just like, you know, not only changing my brain chemistry, but like putting me, you know, helping me to understand that I was like, I'm getting all these messages. I'm getting this stuff. Like I'm intuitive. I'm in fact, I'm a young woman. I'm 23, you know, like I'm 23, 24. And I desperately wanted my own answers. And I saw my first deck in that Barnes and Noble waiting for my husband to pick me up to go to a movie. Um, and it was the New Orleans Hoodoo Tarot. And I'd always mm. loved New Orleans. I loved, you know, New Orleans was a big city for us in Mississippi. Like it's where you go. Um, of course, there's that history of like New Orleans voodoo and, um, and um, which always called out, you know, like called out to me. There was something about the city, like everything about it. Um, I had studied um, a little bit of um, Haitian voodoo in African-American history and studies and comparative literature and a lot of wonderful classes at my college. Um, and it called to me, like literally, I've never seen anything on a deck. It was like, buy me, buy me, buy me. And back then, girl, like a $30 purchase in a bookstore was like a big deal. Like, you yeah. know, like you just didn't pay what they asked for that. But, and I still have cards from that deck and I fell in love with it, but I kept that secret, girl. Like I kept that under wraps. Like I loved it because, you know, anything they told us about, you know, like what we studied about the you know the Loire or anything like that it's like devil's work but I loved it also because I was a student of literature like I love movies and pop culture and tarot is a movie like it's a universe like people talk about like the Marvel universe but every single archetype in here is something that resonates with you and it resonates with me and this was also at a time when I was figuring out what my career at that time was and that was domestic violence and sexual assault and reproductive health and those things came together in a beautiful way for me. But girl, I keep it hidden and, and under wraps. But it was one of the reasons I was as good as my work as I was, because I could pull these cards out, like, what is going on with this situation? What's going on with her? And when I realized how magic it was, was working in the shelter, working in support groups. If I was having a hard time hammering home a concept, like, yeah. okay, in a loving relationship, we need to have fairness, equality, and equity. Like there needs to be equal, you know, power mm -hmm. on both sides. Let's pull a card and see if we can find a card that helps us talk about that. Then everybody would stop like rolling their eyes, like here she goes again and be like, girl, what the cards say? What the cards say? What my cards say for the day? And I was like, oh, okay. So I can use this tool, like not only to see around the corner, to divine. Like I can use it to help someone out of a situation because everyone loves the cards that get so excited. So that's how I got started. Um, that's how I got started with tarot. And um, it's, it remains at the bottom of everything that I do from now on. After a little while, I decided like, let me stop trying to hammer my magical self into these 
I know you must do so much work with women around this. Stop trying to hammer myself into these roles that I was taught in my culture and from my family who love me, taught me because it worked for them, right? Like it worked during right. Jim Crow. It worked during the civil rights era. It, it's not about magic and mysticism because they consider that like voodoo, witch doctor stuff. Like we're yeah. backwards, we're whatever. It's about your education. It's about how articulate you are. It's about how well you present. It's about, you know, how how great of a leader you are, like in your community, how how ladylike and womanly like you are. Um, but without being sexual, like don't be sexual. <laughs> like, that's don't right. be too big. And so that's how tarot kind of came together with me and how I decided to start the business. And I said, start talking about it. Cause my dream, Allison, is to actually use the tarot to teach you that. Uh, 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 anti-violence curriculum. Like I really see it as being wonderful for teaching that to women and showing these examples and ways for them to go back to and meditate. I'm sure in many of the same ways you teach, um, you know, your subject matter, like expertise around Reiki and chakra and the energy centers. Like how do we use this to like find our own answers to like take care of and heal ourselves because we're sitting around waiting on like the medical industry to do it or nonprofits or government agencies to do it ain't gonna happen I can't help but think you know Tara what I try to do is bring together all of these modern resources and and tools and organizations and information with old 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 archetypes systems tools that our grandmothers used, whether or not it was a deck of cards or an oracle deck or reading how the birds fly in the sky or reading um, grounds of coffee or um, bibliomancy. There are some people that like prophesize like with the Bible, like using these old tools to help find our own answers. Um, um, those deep answers and that deep inner wisdom that we have inside that I think all of us are born with. Um, I hope that answered the question. <laughs> It did. It did. Um, because you touched on a lot of things as far as like when we, when you find something and you're led to like how you were led to pick up those or those uh, tarot cards while you were in Barnes and Noble, mm -hmm. you really probably were like, why am I picking these up? Why is this? <laughs> why mm -hmm. am I attracted to this? I wasn't raised to like this. Mm -hmm. but why am mm -hmm. I picking this yeah. up? And a lot of times we, we kind of, you thankfully were, mm -hmm. I would say, obedient to that voice that told you mm -hmm. to pick it up. Whereas a lot of mm -hmm. other people probably would have just let them stay there because they would have been like, oh, wait, I can't touch those because I was raised yeah. that, you know, we can't do yeah. that. But you yeah. being the person that you are was like, you know what? Yeah, you be a rebel right now. Don't pick <laughs> cards up because my name is Helen you Yeah, go ahead. That's how I am. Go ahead and put that on the credit card. I don't have any business having. <laughs> go ahead and put those on there. Can't nobody see me here. From I mean, it's, it's, it's that Leo thing. I'm telling you, we mm -hmm. most of the time Leos, we are such rebels. We are such rebels mm -hmm. on stuff. Mm -hmm. So you tell us not to do something, we're gonna do yeah. that and then some. Yeah, and take a picture. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So I'm so glad you have some cards. Yes. I would love for you to pull some, you know, yes. do whatever you feel is natural right now in this moment. Yes. I just yes. love it. Can I, can I, as I pull the card, can I, I, I circle back to part of the question you asked and I'm afraid I didn't answer it, but it's around like sounding normal, like trying to make the tarot relatable, especially 
on these platforms, right? Allison, like, so when you're on, like, when you know, when you do an Instagram live or when we're um, moderating our rooms on like social audio, it's important to me because who am I trying to help and serve? Right. Who am I trying to help and serve? Is this about showing how brilliant I freaking am and how many big words I can use and how I could make these references to hermetic texts and principles and all this Ooh. like esoterica and occult stuff and Talk you know like to right like and to pull up all these books like Alice have we read the books yes do we know all this stuff yes are we <laughs> intelligent people do we have right. libraries I see all them books you know like I, it looks like Allison you came from people who like me and Andy say read books you know <laughs> like read and value education and being able to use our you know our our um our voices in a way that's intelligent, articulate comes across. But I'm trying to help the girl that knows that something is wrong in her relationship. She knows something's inside of her is telling her it's not right for her man to grab her phone and go through her stuff. Something yeah. inside of her, this could be a 45 or 50 year old woman that's on the board of directors of a fancy dancing school is the leadership in her community. A woman called on the hotline and said this to me. And this is one of the reasons I started my business. Cause I was able to, cause I was working the hotline. I still work the hotlines as a volunteer. I still keep my, oh, my, my training up. Um, I will never, I don't think I'll ever get over being that little girl. Like I couldn't help my mom. So that was just put on my heart. Um, yeah. I was put on my heart. I need to still be in service. Like, even if I don't need the money, I'm sorry, girl, I'm perimenopausal. It's okay. It's all right. Sorry. I need to still be in service. So I know Andy feels the same way. So it doesn't make any sense for me to be on Clubhouse and on Instagram or wherever I'm serving or in a, you know, working privately with a client or teaching people if I'm just using a bunch of crazy words <laughs> like esoteric books and stuff that people don't understand. I'm trying to help the woman who, like I said, on the hotline, and I knew her when I went back and I looked up, I was like, is this who I think it is? This woman was mm -hmm. on board. She's a volunteer. She, you know, her family, there's money, like her kids are on all these teams. Yeah. Her question for the hotline was, is it abuse if my husband makes me eat off the floor? Oh, gosh. That was a question. So that's who I'm talking to. Like when I'm yeah. talking about the tarot and I'm using these cards and the images on these cards, I need to be able to talk about them in a way that, I need to be able to talk about them in a way that helps them understand that this is a tool that they can use and they don't need some book. They don't need to spend a gajillion dollars to learn. They can buy this right now and just start a conversation with themselves because what abusive people and institutions and relationships do, they cut us off from everything that is natural, everything that is spiritual. And I need to talk about it in a way and bring people in in a way that makes them think, oh, okay, she seems normal and rational and also goes through it you know deals dealing with you know um a long-term marriage these children these kids the stuff they send us through what they send us through racism um oppression um dealing with political strife and fear about the future all at the same time feeling like the more we learn and grow the systems like the church and stuff that we grew up in seeing to some of us seem disingenuous it seems wrong sometimes like people are preying on us and mm -hmm. using us especially like as black and brown women I'm not gonna get into it right now but so I wanted to come back to that and say 
that's, you know, that's what I'm trying to do. And that's what I try to remember. Um, and it's sometimes it's not possible, you know, when we get on these rooms and particularly yeah. if I'm in a, a room like with you and some other practitioners and healers that are really like no respect, we could take the conversation like real deep and real yeah. esoteric. But what I'm trying to do is make it seem like, oh, if nothing else, I can get this deck out every day and check in with myself. Like, what do I want? What do I need? Um, There's even, I hope we maybe we can do an Instagram live where we talk about the tarot and different um, energy centers and chakras because people have done a lot of writing and thinking on that and different cards that um, align with different energy centers. And so that's what I'm trying to do. And with that being said, now that I have cried a little bit and y'all just have to bear with me because what can I say I'm 50 and no way he's doing <laughs> I'm not gonna oh get my and apologize for nothing because we keeps it real I yes. keeps it all the way real I am yes. someone who has been on an Instagram live and talking about my story and I bust into tears mm-hmm. I kept going because people need to see that there's not a lot of real and let's be honest I, I I have to touch on this because you open the door and it's like <laughs> we have to make spirituality relatable and make people understand not make them but guide them into understanding that it doesn't have to be you know I love woo but it doesn't have to be so woo and it doesn't have to be over someone's head You don't have to sit, and I had posted this on Instagram, Um, if you're meditating, it doesn't have to be so hard. You don't have to sit in the perfect lotus pose, using the right hand mudras, you know, um, saying the right things or anything like that to meditate. Your meditation can be something as simple as turning on your favorite song and dancing in your room Mm -hmm. and being totally free and uninhibited in that moment and I also have a huge problem with the people who speak over other people's heads with those big words you know trying to sound all deep and everything else and you know you're not helping that person all you're doing is more about ego okay So yeah, you don't have to be so like um, deep in everything. Uh, It doesn't take all that to reach. I'm I'm like you, who am I trying to reach? I'm not trying to reach that person who already knows everything. That's not the person who I need to work with. I'm trying to reach out to that woman, that specific woman who is sick and tired of being sick and tired. She wants to find answers. She doesn't want you to pacify her. She doesn't want you to, you know, recommend another book. She got them all. She don't need you to come on and start talking, you know, giving her all the 42 laws of Maya and and Maya and, and all that stuff. She doesn't need that right now. She's looking for healing. She doesn't feel well. She's not feeling right in her body. My mission is and will always be help women feel at home in their bodies and I love how with you you're there to help women number one feel safe in themselves in their bodies and in their environment understanding that they can love themselves just enough to get out of a dangerous situation 
even if it means they got to go in the shelter for a little while, but still having that way and that means to empower women and speak to them in a way where you basically are just saying something simple like, I see you. I acknowledge your presence. I acknowledge your story. And that's the, that's the key to this work. And now I guess that's why I'm on my soapbox because that's something that is a pet peeve of mine that I see way too many spiritual teachers, healers and whatnot spending so much time talking over people's heads and speaking in, in a language of, you know, getting acting batshit crazy about whether somebody says good morning or grand rising to you. Who the hell cares? If I'm acknowledging you from a place of love, it doesn't matter if I say good morning or grand rising, I'm still trying to acknowledge you and say, hey, I want to, I'm wishing you well for the day. So I'm going to get off my soapbox because it's not about me right now. I'm going back to Hallow Yeah. Allison, I truly see like in our future, a clubhouse room is like soul sister soapbox. Because <laughs> like, like, I've got some things to say about it. I also didn't know we were beefing over good morning versus like grand rising. Like, yes. no, ma'am. Um, you are, you are so right. You are speaking to my heart. And I'm just going to mention before we, you know, you know, before, cause I pulled three cards. That I hope we can go over and share. I oh, hope you, you, you see me right back with some Oracle readings. I know, um, and maybe some recommendations with oils. Um, cause we can always take these cards and the oils, like you said, like it doesn't, you make your own rituals, like you create yeah. like what's important for you. But one of my favorite teachers, and I hope she becomes a friend. She truly is like, she's my, my herbalism instructor. She like, head of the course that I'm taking, but um, we we're talking about an endeavor and a project. And um, she said, one of the things I like about you is because you're so relatable. And I said, right back. And I was like, it's one of the reasons I left her as a teacher, because I'll never forget going to a workshop she did on um, entrepreneurialism and manifestation. Mm -hmm. And I remember her, the example was kind of like, yeah, you know, we can light all the candles in the world, but if we don't follow up with that inspired action, which brings us to one of the cards that I pulled up, the queen of pentacles, because this is like, this is a queen <laughs> who is about action and about working and making like, you know, like the meme says, I'm putting in the work I'm doing, yeah. I'm doing doing the work. Um, I love the way she spoke and she was like, yeah, Hallie Q, because some of our fellow, you know, teachers, um, instructors, practitioners, some of them just don't want to be here, Allison. They are really trying to ascend this earthly plane that we're on. They just don't want to be here. They would clearly just rather be someone else, but I'm here. Like, and is, is, is women and women identified people on the back front and side of me I'm the eldest of six sisters. I am surrounded by women and girls. I'm the daughter. I'm the um, I'm the the first daughter of the first daughter. I'm you know I have daughters of my own. I need to be here on Earth, <laughs> like giving this information, guiding. Um, sometimes having to lead, but really mostly just wanting to hold your hand and walk beside you, like as a yeah. sister, as we deal with this. Because you're right, like what you said, like so many women, we don't know how to live in our bodies. I didn't. Nobody taught me how to, I mean, me. did anybody teach me how to like be still and be in your body? You were taught to, you needed to be still and be quiet, not to harass adults and bother <laughs> them. But nobody ever told me to like do that, to get in touch with my self. 
Um, and I'm here, like, I want to be here. I, I want to help. And I, I want to help, um, you know, the same way you help women like return to, to, to body and to spirit. I want to do the same thing too. And the cards, you know, like for me and my study of the cards and using them in my own personal practice, they are not, they are not my spirituality. They are a tool that helps me go deeper and stretch my spirituality and, you know, like, that's what I want to do. I, cause some of us don't know where to start Allison. We don't know where to start. Cause nobody really, nobody really, um, taught us. So I always remember that what she said that like, some of us just don't want to be here. I want to be here. And I want to help you walk this life and live this life and live it out loud. You know, like Jill Scott says, like living my life, like it's golden. Yes. That's what we're trying. Um, cause we get to do that. We don't yeah. have to go straight from being this young by by you know vibrant magical like young woman to mother phase now life is over and I said that's a wrap and you're right right when you say that we can express it through even through dance like yeah I will still sometimes I'll I'll turn to because all of like twerking and bounce and all that comes from diasporic movement this is all about display and show and strength and connection to earth like, I still will do that. Like, I'm like, you know, I may not be out in a club, but I can do it here because I still got it. Like, this is what right. I'm supposed to do. All women are dancers. That's why I call my, that's why I call it the Gilded Apps. Or when we visit Cuba, when we visit Africa, when we visit um, different, and the, you know, bajillion countries in Africa and South America, women of all ages are dancing. Like they, even if you're, you know, like a grandma, there's a section in the Samba parade for the grandmas, like with the big skirts. Like we should all be doing that. That's all a part of our spirituality. And um and I'm going on and on because you know I'm a talker, but that's why Kendrick's you know like game recognizes game. That's why we're here. that's why we're here. that's why we're here together <laughs> talking. And but I did want to say that about the Queen of Pentacles. I yeah. I you know this is about us. Um, when we look at Queen energy, um, and I'll I'll take a picture of this photo and I'll maybe I'll um I'll try to share screen or um or hopefully everybody can see it. This is. I'm going to turn the light off so it's not messing it up too much. But um, this is about um, this is about a woman who is grounded. I thank you for that grounding exercise you put me, you know, and 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 experience you put me through getting started because I was all over the place. A woman who's grounded, deeply connected to earth energy. She is a grown woman. She is mature. She is on her grown woman. And whenever we see the Queen of Pentacles, it makes total sense that this would come up as you and I were talking, because this is about truly stepping into and owning your grown woman. You have a gift that it's time to come to the center stage. Now, you may not want to be in the center stage. It's Leo's, me and Allison, like, no problem. What? Where's the stage? Like, (laughs) I got my good earrings on. As my sister Andy says, when I put do my off the sh- shoulder, she's like, "Uh oh, Hallie, you got that shoulder out. Got that good shoulder. Hallie, you got that good shoulder out. She's ready to show. ready to do it. Ready to ready do to it. Show out today. So, like, Allison, I don't have any trouble with that because in many ways we're Queen of Wands, but we're also Queen of Pentacles. That means that it's time for what we make, what we create here on the the physical plane, putting in the work to deliver a service or something that is going to that is going to serve. Um, it may be in our kitchen, it may be in our home office, right? Cause that's what the pentacles are about. Home, body, career, finances, projects. Allison is a queen of pentacles. Allison's always rolling out. Like it with every season is a new service. It's a new opportunity, a new <laughs> workshop. That is that queen of pentacles energy. And so that's what we get started with today. And I just wanted nice. to share that with everybody. Love and so that's what I think of when I see this car. Like, do we see how that's like, you know, whether it's, Allison's oracle card that she uses and she shares, or she's experiencing, you know, like a plant spirit or an oil 
um, this day. Um, if there is a particular crystal or a particular energy center or chakra, this is we, this is the anchor. I'm going to think about this today. I'm going to use this today. I'm going to ask myself, what 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 about my grown woman is ready to come to the center stage today? Mm-hmm. What what work project or career thing do I need to work on today? Because people need it. Like Andy yeah. always says. Andy says, my sister says that she gets up and says this to her family. Y'all, let's get up. We got to give it to him. We got to give it to him. And I'll never forget. I was like, Andy, what are you talking about? Like, who? She goes, the people. I was like, we got to get the people what? She goes, we got to give it to him. How like you? Why? And I was like, Andy, I don't know. She goes, because they want it. So like, that's, that's what I, every time I see, every time I see this card, I'm like, all right, the people need something. What do I need? To, like, the people need it. What do they want me to give? What do they need? And the cards give me an idea of where to start thinking about it. What, yeah. what in my work, in my business, what am I creating in my kitchen? What am I cooking up? What am I making with my hands? Cause that's what the pentacles are about. Or what is it about my connection to the earth that I need your people? That's what it wow. is. That's the um, queen of pentacles. So that's just to give you an example of how I use that card to help ground me, center Beautiful. me, um, remember. And when I, when I fly off the handle today, when I, I lose track of time or there's something I start rushing, I can think of this and I can think, oh, that's right, Allison, another queen calmed me down today and she said we need to I'm super emotional on Mary Menopausal Day forgive me for this but I'll remember the gift you gave me at that moment of quiet and clarity and that's what we're trying to get women to do yeah, <laughs> like that's why absolutely. we do this so we can hang out together so we can teach each other how to do this I'm gonna remember this all right I can always drop in I can always you know get the ground get that root yeah. chakra like I can always ground in. And that's a gift that you gave me is in addition to being a queen of wands, you're a queen of pentacles. Well, I love that. What's the next card you get? Oh, one of my favorites. I didn't used to like this, but Allison, I think it said something about what is happening in the future of spirituality and a revolution among women and especially mm. black and brown women. This is the wheel of fortune. This means the wheel Ooh. is turning. The okay. wheel is turning. The only thing we can prepare for is change. That's all we can prepare for is change and positive change. So I think as we talk about spirituality, our modalities, like what it is we use to help us connect with spirit, to understand our own divinity, to share it. um, I think a change is uh, like change is coming. And this is why when I read articles, like why are people leaving the church? I'm like, I know why people are leaving the church. And I'm not telling you to leave the church because for some people that is their yeah, that's how they do it. Um, oh, and forgive my nails, y'all. I gotta get my nails done today. Um, but <laughs> this is what it's, it's a hot mess. Like, and, and my, my nails are, are not cute right now. And tarot readers should always have cute nails that we can talk about glamour and glamour magic another day. But what um, the Wheel of Fortune teaches mm-hmm. us and tells us is that things are changing. This paradigm is shifting. And I think when it comes to spiritual women, how we express our spirituality and also what I want to do in my workouts. And I bet you probably want to do something similar too, or some little, I bet we have this vein in common is I think the way that we help women discover liberation, begin their liberation sequence, begin to live in their bodies, connect yes. to their bodies, learn how to connect with spirit. However, as they do it, it's yes. changing. I don't know if it's going to be done at the doctor's office and the, if you can afford the therapist's office or in the nonprofits like I used to work at and run. I think it's shifting. I think people are going to be looking that are trying to liberate themselves, free themselves, heal. They're going to be looking to practitioners. They'll be looking to their yoga instructors. They'll be looking to their Reiki um, practitioners. They'll be looking yeah. to readers and diviners to learn these different um, these modalities and skills and these practices mm-hmm. so that they can start finding their own answers and connect 
connecting, you know, and connecting to the divine. So that's what I, you know, I think and I see and I feel when I look at this card, the wheel of fortune. And we have to always remember, and Andy and I talk about this in our podcast. Our podcast is called The Pillars of the Fortune of Path. We talk about this wheel of year. Change is coming. It's not necessarily comfortable. Ain't nobody said it had to be comfortable. But right. Like, <laughs> anyway, say it had to be comfortable. It was going to be comfortable, but it's coming. And finally, the last card, nine of cups. The cups mm. correspond to our emotions, to the element water. Oh, and this this just shows us we have so much. Mm. We have so such a rich emotional life, possibilities, relationships. I think Allison, once you you get to be like our age, like. If we're, if we're on a path, you know, if we understand discernment and we do, we understand discernment and judgment in a way, a 20 something Kate, y'all, you know, some of y'all are born enlightened and having had been here before. Some of us aren't like me and Andy joke about our twenties, like was just a condition. Like just our twenties were just a condition. Like, <laughs> and we had a lot of stuff going for it. But I mean, that's also the time though, yeah. when we were in our twenties you know, the quote unquote new age spirituality wasn't quite as available. And if we practice it, it had to be on the low, Mm -hmm. you know, you dare not say, you know, oh, you know, mom, dad, I want to go into the occult store. I want to, you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't say that. So, you know, the 20 year olds and some like early 30, I guess, I think the access and the acceptance was is just a little better now, fortunately. But I know when I was in my twenties and and teens and stuff, even though stuff like that secretly fascinated me, I dare not say, "Oh, I want to buy a deck of cards with African goddesses on it and and talk about it and stuff." No, that wasn't. <laughs> are you kidding me? No, uh, that wasn't yeah. gonna happen. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. no you were oh it, it's but it's, you're right like it's funny how this changes because Allison like me and Andy and Andy's always the leader and he's always the one kicking open the door and the rest of us just flood through you know the rest of the sisters just get to <laughs> well Andy kicked it open so we might as well just walk on through um if you never told me like I'd be planning a trip to the Carolina coast to visit, you know, um, you know, the Gullah and the Geechee Islands to study that and spirituality. And I was bringing my mama with me and that we were going to be going to all the shops, all the stores, uh, doing our meditation circles with the sisters. And if you'd ever told me that I'd be in a position to do that with my, my mother, the elder of the church, you know, um, I'm not going to get into it. Mom has this long, very important political career, but, but if that I'd be doing that, Allison, no, because when you say like store and you even went to like pick up the cards, I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Could, it, could, it, could it happen? It could happen in my 20s. Um, but now that and that's I just want to say, like, that's what happens when we step in. And yeah, I know you talk about this when we step into the fullness of who we are. Um uh, you know, no one can mess with you and no one can, you know, like no one can touch you. You you know at the bottom of it that you are going to be okay. Right. And even at the end of the end, like, oh, I get to be an ancestor. I'm gonna be an amazing ancestor. Y'all better pull out the good stuff for me. I tell my <laughs> I tell my daughters, don't act like y'all don't know what I don't like. And okay. don't act like y'all don't know what I like, that you don't know what I'm about, how I'm gonna be present in your lives. Like even that, Allison, the thing that was my that terrified me the most when I was a little girl, I'm going to die. 
I'm going to die. Yeah. My, something's going to happen to my mom, my dad, my mom's going to die. Like I'm going to die. Yeah, not anymore. Cause my spirit's right. Cause I'm like, come on, you know, cause I'm like on a path and it doesn't cost me anything. I don't have to pay a pastor. I don't have to pay for his Cadillac. I don't have to pay for, <laughs> you know, I don't have to be giving some man a love offering. Um, no, I give myself my own love offerings. I give of myself to my friends, my family, to my ancestors, my, my family, my spirit. That's what I give yeah. to so, um, and so that's what I think when I look at the nine of cups, um, how we're almost at the 10, which is the apotheosis of emotional fulfillment. Mm-hmm. We're proud of what we have. We're proud mm-hmm. of our emotional growth, our spirituality. This, this, this image really shows, he's one of my favorite dudes in the tarot. He shows this kind of big guy, this kind of wealthy, and he's invited people to like a big banquet and behind him are these nine cups. And it's basically showing, look at how emotionally healthy, happy, sound, um, high vibrational and in tune I am. Welcome to my table. Welcome. And this is why I I love this card so much because it shows, and I can't help but think of us together, like our communities, like how far we've come, but we still got that 10th cup to get. Yeah. We, we can, and we can get it too. Like we can add, we, we're still we on a path and we can get it and we will. And so those are, those are just what I wanted to share with the collective and with your beautiful audience um, today. That's what, that's what I have. And I will take a picture of this too. So if you want to share it, with your audience they can get into it with us that would be beautiful so halicu our conversation has been so uber juicy and i knew it was going to be um so i want you even though her contact information is going to be in the description i still want you to just tell people where they can find you um oh talk about anything you're offering right now also okay oh well uh you know um oh goodness this is, you know, autumn. So I'm teaching up the wazoo. So I'll be teaching um, tarot. I'll be teaching my signature tarot 101 class, which is a three hour offering. I do it in uh, concert and in collaboration with a tech startup called amava.com. Almost all of my online offerings and teachings are um, available through them because they do that delicious <laughs> that channel work. <laughs> I'm getting it all set up. So there's tarot 101 and um, jumping into a deep dive into the major arcana, which is a part of the heroine's journey series, which is getting you familiar with those first 22 cards of the tarot deck. The ones that people get really excited about, like those big yeah. energies, like the wheel of fortune. We're going to do a deep dive into each card. Um, and that's coming up. And for people to find out about that, go to my Instagram profile. My Instagram handle is at the gilded Absara. Um, Allison's going to have it down in the show notes. That's a wonderful way to get in touch with me to access any and everything I'm doing. Um, I am the co-host and co-creator of a podcast of a fellow podcaster with Allison, who will hopefully be coming to um, uh, guest host on our podcast in season two. It's called The Pillars, The Porch, and The Path. Allison, I won't, I'm not really interested in hearing about Reiki or chakras from anybody else except you. So <laughs> I was like, so you and you and another friend of ours are going to be on the herbalism um, for that episode, but for you on chakras and energy centers to give us a, a teeny bit of a foundation of what you do. Um, hopefully we'll be coming on the podcast. It's called The Pillars, The Porch, and The Path. It's on all, um, you know, all of your favorite streaming platforms. Um, that comes to you every week. Um, uh, where else can you find me? Of course, on Clubhouse, um, my handle on Clubhouse, you can just look at my name, Hallicue, but, um, or Tarot Absara, I'm on Clubhouse, I offer Tarot Journaling, a Queen of Wands room, I do a combined reading room on Fridays, 
Um, I'm also in a women of color beginning podcasters um, mm. uh, panel that I really love because I love podcasting. I think it is the excellent way for people like Allison, for people like me to use sword energy in the tarot and swords is all about our voice. It's about our, um, the, the power of our minds, our intellect, um, our intelligence, our wit, the way we're able to use language to communicate. So, um, so that's a place you can find me. And I love the most. It's one of my favorite um, social media platforms on Clubhouse. So you can find me um, doing, and Allison too, doing lots of um, offerings there. And those are the main places. Of course, I'm on Twitter and all that, like just being silly. But um, those are the places you can find me. Instagram, Clubhouse. Um, my website is called thegildedabstra.com. I have an awesome blog there that I'm going to be blowing up and making bigger. I like to, when I discuss the tarot cards, I'm not just giving you the, the meanings of the tarot card, which is important, but I'm, I'm also giving um, resources and advice and counsel for those of us that are still trapped in abusive relationships. Every mm -hmm. single card I explain, um, I explain from the perspective and hopefully giving um, resources and hope to folks that are still trapped in emotionally, um, physically, um, spiritually, um, abusive relationships. So I'd love for you all to check out um, the website, thegildedabsura.com. And that is pretty much where you can find me. I also, last but not least, I do read in person. I think it's important for women like me, women like Allison, we may do it in different ways, but to be available in the, to the community. Yes. Um, they're young people, young men, women like need people like us. You used to be able to just go to her house or you would hope you would catch her on the way to wash clothes or whatever, <laughs> right. or like go to the grocery store to be Miss So-and-so. Um, can you read the cards for me or da, da 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 So I still like reading for people in person. I read at two beautiful brick and mortars. One is called Botanical Life in Larkspur, California. I do Friday night tarot there and you can, you know, you can book that directly through a link in my um, smart bio or drop by the store. And also at a wonderful shop called the 11th House that's in Fairfax, um, in Fairfax, California in Marin County two of the coolest spaces. And I, I like being available to people. Um, and it's, it's good for someone to like, they can, they don't have to deal with zoom. They know I'm there, you know, yeah. <laughs> like they know I'm there and right. they can cruise in. And if they can't get an appointment, they can at least, I can at least pull a card for them and tell them when they can get an appointment. Those are all the places I know right now. Allison. Thank you for letting me share it. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I want to make sure that people, you know, that listen are able to find you. Um, like I said, I am going to put all of that in the description. Halicu, I thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come and speak with me. So I wanted to um, pull a card from a new deck that I have um, from Abiola Abrams, African Goddess Rising Oracle. And they are beautiful. Um, let's see what card I pulled. All right. Mama de Jambo. Mama mm. de Jambo. Write this down. Beautiful. Uh, you can see my ring light because they are glossy. <laughs> oh, I love a glossy, like yeah. heavy card. Me That's too. Beautiful. So rich. And the word is shine. Shine. And I was like, as soon as I flipped that over and saw that, I was like, me and Halicu, Lord have mercy. We not afraid to shine. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. 
So, Never scared. Nope. That's right. So I, you know, I, I'm still learning these cards and getting to know them, but they do not disappoint. And I guess for me, the closing message here is understanding that with this shift that's happening in the atmosphere right now, it's our time to shine. It's our time to step forth and, and really own our power. And if you need guidance in that, the guidance is out there. You have to put it out and speak with your mouth what it is that you need, and then you will find it. And luckily for you, you're listening to the Sacred Pathway podcast, and you got Halakue on here. So you better hit her up and, you know, get you some help from Halakue, <laughs> who's going to read them tarot cards and get you right. Oh my God. So, I love it. Help from Halakue, Allison. You just gave me a new clubhouse room. There you Stop go. Help from Halakue. Yeah. There you go. Well, thank you so, so much, dear sister. I appreciate you gracing our, our stage, our platform with all of your beauty, your insight, your wisdom, your fun. I knew this was going to be so much fun, but, you know, I think I undersold it to myself. <laughs> Because you over, you over delivered on it. And I just appreciate so, so much, my sister. I'm not going to come on here tripping with you. Like, (laughs) of course, I'm trying to. I mean, of course, you know, you've got two Leos here who love sunflowers and we're Southern girls. So yeah, we just needed like some tea or lemonade or something, but we'll have that next time. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> we can do our lemonade Beyonce lemonade retrospective. There you go, y'all. Y'all, y'all not ready. Y'all not ready for all this. Not y'all about to get. Y'all not. Y'all not ready for this. <laughs> That's all right. We're gonna get you ready. We we'll get, get you right there. too. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining me here on the Sacred Pathway Academy podcast with me, Allison Rizel. Had so much fun. Um, if you are in a place where you can leave comments, leave me some comments. What resonated with anything that we said? Did you enjoy it? Did you be like, eh, y'all talk too much? I still want to know. And um, if you're listening to this on Apple, please give me a review, rate, whatever they have on there. And um, yeah, I just appreciate you so, so much. I do not take this work lightly at all. And I do not take it for granted. It is my, my, it is, my love, it is my passion to bring good information to you. So thank you again. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye for now.